каждый тоже изменился. Вы можете измениться. You're listening to WowFireRadio.com presents the Jerry Torres program. No bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just happy fun stuff. And now, here's your host, Jerry Torres. Five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor Ron Burgundy and Tits McGee. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Yes! Yes, I'm back! Oh my God! Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen! Woo! We have a fake live audience in here tonight. Yeah, I'm back again, people. After two, yes, keep it down, people! Oh my God! They miss me, Rick. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. And for my producer, Rick, give it up for him. Hey, what's going on? Hey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good to be back after a two-week hiatus. I might be, uh, shut up. All right. I might, be, I might be back on two weeks on, two weeks off, So uh, because I have a lot of things to do. And last week, uh, I was doing things on my bucket list. Which was one of them was um, going to a play, and I did. I'm sorry, I have to play my salsa uh, salsa jazz music in the background. <laughs> but um, I went to uh, see uh, the Book of Mormon, which was hysterical. Yes. I loved it. Thank you for recommending it. No problem. Um, it was a great play from. It was like watching a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah. Except for, you know you didn't see those throw out your hands, stick out your tush. <laughs> and no, I didn't see that, but. It, it was hysterical. The, everybody sang powerful. It was great performances from everybody. I'm not picking no one person. No. Nah. Everybody did their job, what they're supposed to do on a, on a play. And I loved it from beginning to end. So, mm -hmm. yes, it was a really good play. And um, so that's I highly recommend it if anybody has not seen it. So all in all, what else did I do? I played golf. I went to a gun range for the first time. Yeah. I was pretty good. Yeah, I was Candlewick. Not John Wick. Candlewick. <laughs> I was really good. I had headshots and body shots. So um, after I went to a bar for a body shot. But anyway, no. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, I did a great guy. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd laughed. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You smart. Oh, the smart guy. You very smart. Thank you so much, ghetto hip hop guy. But uh, I can say ghetto, right? I'm the people, my people. But anyway, how you doing, Rick? So I'm doing good, man. Yeah, how's your how's your wife? Ah, she's excellent. Yeah. Good, good. I'm glad you guys and you celebrated. What? How many years? Anniversary? Uh, five years. Five years, five years man. Married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's an accomplishment these days, man. Yeah, five years, bro. <laughs> that's love, man. Yeah, yeah. You guys celebrated your anniversary. Went to the Franklin Mill. Uh, uh, Franklin, Frank, Mill. Franklin Institute. Franklin Institute. Yeah. <laughs> that's romantic, though. At least you guys spent time together. You saw beautiful art and yeah. everything. So yeah, I'm glad you did that. That's great, man. Congratulations, man. Thank you very much. So let's see. Went to the gun range. Played golf. I'm not a golfer, but I'm still fulfilling that on my bucket list. And mm -hmm. uh, so there's a lot to talk about that I miss. Like Andy uh, Andy Ruiz became the first Mexican heavyweight in boxing history. Mm. I'll talk about that in sports, man. And uh, St. Louis Blues beat the Boston Bruins 4-1. Congratulations to them. Their first Stanley Cup win. The Women's World Cup began. 
I'm going to talk about that in sports, but um, yeah, uh, 13-1 beating Thailand. Yeesh. That's <laughs> that's like you might as well not even show up. You right. know what I mean? That's <laughs> it. But um, what else happened? Uh, oh, next week, I um, me and a friendly, lovely date of mine, we are going to the Mashulu Mutiny on the Bounty, Steve Morrison and his wife fundraiser to raise money to help feral cats get them off the streets. And these veterinarians, you know, take them, uh, give them food, medicine, and they clean them up and they put them up for adoption. It's a beautiful. I went to the one last year. Mm -hmm. I had a great time. Great food. Um, They had people doing juggling, magicians, tarot card readers. uh, Alcohol was free. Mm. Um, Great food. Oh, my God. The food was excellent. And it was a great time. You know, it starts from six to nine. I purchased two tickets, me and my lovely friend date. I'm going to mention her really soon. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we're going to this, and she's going to love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Now, um, I've been single for a very long time. I'm, I'm starting to talk to this woman. Uh, she is beautiful, and uh, I, I saw her picture, and I immediately fed head over heels. And um, she's got a sparkling, like an atomic bomb personality. Uh, it's I love it. And uh, if I could ever get this my soundboard up, I don't know why it's not playing with me. So, um, and we started talking, right? And immediately, she's the first woman and to uh, talk on a phone. Oh. Oh, no, no. Oh, man, the timing. My board. She's the first woman that knows how to talk on the phone. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, thank you. Thank you. There is hope, people. <laughs> there is hope. But um, I, I started talking to her, and she has a great personality, a breathtaking personality, the smile. She has really cute freckles. And we're getting to know each other. We're taking baby steps. Mm. So, um, And uh, I, we, I'm taking her out on uh, Saturday. We're having dinner. And uh, my first, I'm a little nervous, you know what I mean? But uh, she's a beautiful mother. She has, uh, you know, she she has she works. She you know she's a very responsible, strong woman about her. And uh, her name is Deanna Marie, and um, she's incredible, man. So I'll show you a picture of her. You know, uh, yeah, man. So uh, my soundboard is so messed up. What the hell is going on? So you know what? Yeah, I got it. I got it. No, 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 no. I'll take care of it. <laughs> like you're jumping in. Helping me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, um, yes, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to meeting her on Saturday. And, I'm God willing, I hope all goes well. You know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see. But uh, one thing, though, like I said, you know, she, um, oh, my God. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I apologize. It's just that this, uh, my soundboard goes in and out. I don't know what the hell is going on. But she knows how to talk on the phone. That's incredible. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I got the hair mariachi band. Yes! We're all dancing in the room, because finally... Dance, everybody! It's history in the making. I couldn't, I couldn't hire the mummers, so I hired this Mexican mariachi band. Yes! Celebrando aquí! I mean, we're celebrating here, sorry. Yeah, shoot your guns in the Not in the studio. Not in the studio, guys! Oh. Oh my God! Yeah, so this is a celebration, but uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, her name is Deanna Marie, and uh, I'm really um, 
have these strong feelings. I feel the chemistry and the connection and, the, you know, the butterflies in my stomach, the feeling and stuff like that. Guy, you're looking at me kind of differently. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, congratulations. That's well, cool. Well, well, thank you, man. It's just that uh, uh, it's, it's good to know that there's a woman that acts like a woman. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, I've been through a lot. And this woman pretty much um, opened my eyes and my heart and soul. And uh, I really do hope that her and I really have things, uh, really things work out with together. So uh, it's all time. It's all time. But every time I say her name, like Diana Marie, I hear this. <laughs> That's what I hear. Like, hey, you can say it. Say her name. Say her name. Diana, Diana Marie. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, but when I you know when I say Diana Marie, I hear this. <laughs> so anyway, so there goes our first date. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, Diana Marie, I gave you my phone number. If you'd like to call in, I'll give it out again. Eight five six three nine one zero zero nine nine. So if you see her up there on the board, please let me know. All right. So anyway, with the Mushulu with Steve Morrison, his lovely wife, Mutant on the Bounty. That's next Thursday. I will be there. Um, no, I'm not a big name, so all in all, it's going to be a great time. I'm really looking forward to it. So, all in all, let's continue. As I always say on my show, there is no bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just good, happy, fun stuff. And that's what I like, okay? I don't care about politics. I hate politics. I do not vote, all right? I don't know the situation that's going on in the Middle East and all that stuff, the taxes and crap like that. No, it's sad, sad, sad stuff, miserable stuff. I talk about good news, and one of the good news that I am talking about is a first grader with autism didn't want to face the last day of school, so his principal asked if he could walk him to walk him around the school. So basically, if I could find a story, if I could find a story, and I hope I did not erase it, but uh, I'll try to see if I can memorize what I read. Um, it's a story about this kid who had autism, and he loved school a lot. But it's summertime, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, kids are leaving school. So this principal took this kid, and now he's becoming like a part-time summer student. Like, you know what I mean? Like helping him out to school. Hmm. So hold on. If I could find it here. I knew I should not have erased it. I knew I should have printed it out, but I didn't do that. <laughs> okay. Oh, good, good, good. I'm going to get it. So it was a beautiful story. And uh, I normally I would read the sponsors that we have, but like I said, I'm trying to cut down on the time. But next time, I will. All right, hold on. Let me lower the music here. All right, MSNBC Good News. Okay, here we go. All right. It should be popping up pretty soon. MSNBC Good News. Oh, my God. It's not it. Wait, news. There we go. Oh, it's almost like you could use a producer that's sitting around doing nothing. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks, man. You are an yeah, excellent man. producer. Ah, <clears throat> my... Well, anyway, I can't get the story up, but that's what the story is about. It's about this kid. So this principal took this kid and put him under his wings, and now he's, like, uh, helping him out part-time. You know, uh, he's showing around uh, school, new books, helping him out with, like, getting new stuff coming up for this next school year. And uh, some volunteers came in and helped out. Because he started to feel bad, this kid. Like, he didn't want to leave school. He loved school so much. Mm. So now he's like a part-time summer student. You know, the principal brought him in, you know, helping him out with his errands and stuff like that. So that's a beautiful thing that he did for this kid yeah. with autism, man. Yeah. I like what he did. And if I could have the story, I would read the whole thing. But no. 
<laughs> I should I should have just typed it out, but I didn't do that. Uh-huh. But anyway, so it, so it was a very nice story. It's a very nice thing that this um the uh this principal did for this kid. So good for him. So oh, here we go. I got it. Oh, you got it? Yeah. I uh, read it out. Uh Thursday was the last day of school at Oaks Parks. Oak Parks by, is it by elementary? B E Y E. I'm not sure yes, if I'm saying that. Yes, I believe right. it was. Yes, 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 yes. Uh six year old. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. I'm so sorry. Uh Matt Matthias Best. Mm-hmm. I'm guess. Uh, Matias is on the autism spectrum, and transitions can be a challenge. Transitioning from the school year uh, to summer break felt a little daunting that day, and so he declared he would not be going. Right. Uh, I knew it was going to be a tough morning for him when I had to get him out of bed at 7, and he said, I am not going to school. It's the last day, and I'm not going, period. <laughs> That's from his mom. He talks like a little adult when he wants to make, an appoint- make a point. Uh, she and her husband, Neil, carried on getting their other son ready for school and out the door. She walked Matisse's twin brother, Evan, to school and noticed one of Matias' teachers on the playground. The teacher asked about Matias and best explained that he was still at home with his dad, struggling to leave for school that morning. Aww. I said, can we FaceTime him? Uh, maybe when he sees you, he'll turn it around. And they called him and he wasn't budging. Uh, she was using all her tools and her bag of chips to get him to talk and no dice. Then Mr. E, the principal, walked by. Right. I was out and about after the bell rang, and I happened to overhear mom and the resource teacher FaceTiming, trying to get Matty here. Jonathan Elwiger, Mr. Is it really e said, long, the story? It looks like it's pretty long now that I'm looking at it. Uh, <laughs> right, but anyway, they did a good you thing You get the whole kid. thing. Yeah, so that's a beautiful thing. It's very nice, yeah. Yeah, so I like I like what they what that school did for this kid. So, see what I mean? There's a lot of good news, A lot of man. good things happening out but there. But people don't read that. These news agencies don't read that stuff, and it's kind of sucky because... They want to read about, oh, there was another shooting. Oh, this president did this, and uh, taxes are going up again. Oh, there was another tariff in Mexico and Italy, whatever. It's like, come on, man, enough is enough. All right, people. So now we are going to go with, if I can freaking find it on my board. No, no, that's not it. Okay, I'm going to unplug it. Oh, my God, that's not it. Oh, my God, I hate these uh, promos. (laughs) I wouldn't mind these promos if they pay me. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, you can say all you want. Go on live on the air. Yep, there we go. All right, people. So now let's go into the world of, hold on, if I can get it up, food. Make me a sandwich. All right, people. <laughs> Your food of the week, and I saw this on Pinterest, which I always watch, see, trying to get up the because they have the most original uh, foods in there that I've never seen or would love to make. Your food of the week is the four cheese Southwest steak sandwich with cilantro with lime chimichurri. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this sandwich. It looked like a, a cubano, but it's not. Um, but it's like the it's like a typical grilled sandwich, but has four cheeses Southwest steak sandwich steak, and God damn, it was so freaking good. Yeah. Oh my God. Where was this at? Oh, on Pinterest. Oh, on Pinterest. Okay. Yeah, you type in sandwiches or cheesesteak and or or any type of food, and boom, you see like thousands of pictures. And then you see if you click on that food, you'll see the recipe. Mm. And then like you'll see people that in uh, comments. Oh, I made this sandwich. I followed the steps of the of the ingredients, and it came out great. You know, so. I'm I'm looking at the the ingredients. It's a long list, but I right. mean it's a typical grilled sandwich. I mean, come on. But this is four cheeses, you know what I mean? And it looked excellent. Oh, my God. It was like the cheese dripping, the typical cheese drips and butter, whatever. And yeah. and this um, lime chimichurri sauce you put in there. Very good. 
Oh, I can't wait to try it. Mm-hmm. I would love to make this sandwich, man. Which, I'm going to make pizza. <laughs> yeah. Never attempted to make. I worked at a pizza place, but I mean, I never made made pizza, pizza, pizza. You know, um, there, I see always there's a uh, shop right that I go to. They have this uh, pizza dough. So I'm like, okay. Every time I walk by it, I'm like, eh, eh, eh. I'll buy it. I'll buy the microwave kind. I'll go to the pizza shop and buy it. But now I'm like, nope. I'm going to make it. I'm going to buy that pizza dough and make it from scratch, you know. Mm-hmm. So I worked at a pizza place guy when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty easy, you know what I mean? I've done it before, except I can't do the flip thing. Right. You know? It's, <laughs> yeah, I remember my boss was like, stop doing stop that. Stop trying that. You're <laughs> ruining everything. Yeah, just flatten it out. I'll do the flipping. I was like, okay, go ahead. Jeez, man. <laughs> man, I try to do what you guys do. But, um, oh, my God. So, yes. So it's a delicious sandwich. It's easy to make. You know, all you need is four cheeses, uh, Southwest steak, Southwest steak, and uh, cilantro and lime and chimichurri. If you are interested in making this sandwich, just type in four cheese Southwest steak sandwich on Pinterest, and you'll get the full ingredients on how to make it step by step. So that is your food of the week: the four cheese Southwest steak sandwich. Yes. Make me a sandwich. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any phone calls yet? No, nothing yet. Okay. All right, people. I'm patient. <laughs> I'm patient. You know. Um. All right. It was a lot of cars that I've seen. I went to a car show in downtown Mount Holly. Um, a lot of beautiful cars, a lot of classic ones, like the 76 Chevelle Super Sport. I saw Camaros. I saw, like, uh, Ford T's. Yes, I saw, the, like, the cars they drove, like, in the 30s. They had yeah. that there. Beautiful Ferraris. I saw the Ferrari that the one Magnum P.I. drove. Oh, wow. Yes. Some guy owned that thing. I was like, what? This is, <laughs> this is New Jersey. Who the hell? <laughs> I mean, I was like. <laughs> and then um, what else did I see? I saw, like, beautiful cars, like uh, today today's cars. Like my car, the Challenger. Yeah. I saw a guy that had a Challenger, except his was a 2017 model. But he paid so much money to modify it. The steering wheel he had to get in Europe. They didn't sell it here. Mm. So it took him about a couple months for it to come in here. So he, now he t- it's like it lights up when you drive and has these push buttons and has this little like uh, finger screen. He's like, I don't know. And also you connect it to your watch to do, I don't know, to do something with the radio or phone. I was like, oh, my God, that's Damn. awesome, dude. And he's a big Blade fan. So he formed it into Blade, bread and black. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got it. <laughs> yeah, he has the doll of Blade on there. So oh, he was nice. a big, huge Blade fanatic. So it was a beautiful car. I had a great time. But your car of the week, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat, people. Any phone calls yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, people. Your car of the week is, hold on, I got to do my intro. Yeah. And it wasn't that loud. All right, here we go. Da, 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 da. Oops, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. And we are going loud. All right. Your car of the week is all the Batmobiles. All of them? All of them. Well, I picked the ones that I liked. <laughs> um, there was the first one came out in like in the 30s, but it wasn't like the bat cars of today. The car, the Batmobile in those days was like uh, the cars that, you know, the mafia used to drive, like those 30s big, you know, boxy cars. Yeah. It was the color black, um, but it had no bat symbol, no bat wings. It was just his car. You know what I mean? Um, just a regular looking car. Um, but as time went on, the Batman of 1955 was a Ford Lincoln Futura concept car. So they modified this one for 1955, which wasn't that bad. Now, they really modified it for the TV show that's in the 60s, 
which was a oh my god i had it up here what the hell is okay here it is i had it and no i do not have it up here oh my god anyway it was a it was a 60s car they modified that the two guys that designed it passed away but uh they made it into their version uh, which was really popular and it's displayed in uh california uh at a, a studio i think I forgot what studio it was but anyway it's original um when adam west was alive um the guy that played Robin, you do you know his name? Uh, Burt Ward. Burt Ward. Thank you. Yes, Burt Ward, who's alive. He still goes there, takes pictures and selfies with people. But I mean, uh, he misses at, um, Adam West, which is yeah, he's the Batman. You know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. But I remember those two would just take selfies with people, autographs, and that was awesome. You know. Uh, so as time went on again, Batman with Tim, directed by Tim Burton, customized the body of a Chevy Impala. And people thought it was a Lamborghini and a Corvette. Oh, wow. They knew it was a Chevy Impala hmm. that was modified. So it was that was okay looking. Which I mean, come on, when he yelled out, when he said it to the key, shields. Yeah. That was the only cool thing in the, the, the grappling hook that made him do that hard turn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other than that, that was the only cool thing. I mean, there was no was there any gun turrets on that thing? I think there was. Um gosh, I haven't seen the eighty nine Batman in a while. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that there was gun turrets. I remember him like mowing down a door or yeah, something like a metal yeah, door it, or something like that. They went. Yes, through. yes, 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 yes. But uh, that was the only thing that was good about that car: the shields, the gun turrets, and the hook. That was it. There was nothing more after that. And then the car, Batmobile of all Batmobiles, the 2005 customized Lamborghini tank, the Tumbler. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Now, here's the thing. The original one is not like the one in the movie, people. The original one looks like just like a go-kart, like you're riding in a go-kart. Um, it's loud from what I heard. Jay Leno drove it. And uh, it's loud. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's, it's nothing is padded down. But there were some people that made their own version of it, and they pretty much modified it. But the Tumblr... Is not like I said. It's not like you in the movie. It was a studio, all right. It was separate, you know. So when you, when you saw him like going down onto the bat bike or pressing the touch screens he had on there, okay, that was separate. That was not in the vehicle, but it is drivable. It doesn't go at top speed. It's designed from Lamborghini. It's not legal to drive on the road. It's too big and too wide because of the tires, but it is a badass car and the, the bat bike. No, again, that was a studio separated thing. <laughs> But the bat bike is really badass, which people say you can't ride it. Um, it's a, it's a hard to steer because of the tires. Uh. Uh, so if anything, I love that car. If I had the money, I would modify, get a like a Honda. You know what I mean? Modified it into the the tumbler. Is that a tumbler? He's like, yes, but it's designed <laughs> by Honda. You know what I mean? <laughs> So it's a badass car. There's more. Oh my god, there's a list of so many Batmobiles. But those are the top three that I picked. Um, the uh, Lincoln Futura, the Chevy Impala, and the Lamborghini for all the Batmobiles. That is your car of the week. Did she call yet? No. Oh. <laughs> she said she was going to call. I'm going to cry. No, I'm not, not going to cry. I'm a man. Right? <laughs> Anyway, so let's see. Let us continue on, people, and going down the road. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. All right. Now we can go to the world of sports, people. And it was a lot that went on, man. Now I'm gonna get. No, I'm gonna do this. Screw this. Because one, I love the guy, and I'm gonna do it. All right. Here we go. 
All right, I'm going to type it in right here. There we go. All right. Is in the world of boxing, congratulations to Andy Ruiz. Beats Anthony Joshua in the seventh round. You had to see this fight. It's on YouTube. This guy, Andy Ruiz, was this. He was fighting this guy named uh, Anthony Joshua. He was this tall, big, muscle chiseled guy. Mm -hmm. The guy that he was supposed to fight failed the drug test. So they had to find somebody really quick because it was the day of the fight. So they find this guy named Andy Ruiz. Same weight, same. But when they. This guy was short, fat, like he let himself go. And everybody predicted that this was an easy fight. This is it. Next thing you know, one through five, it was like you know, he thought he was going to lose. He was knocked down. But then all of a sudden, the sixth round came, and he just rocked him. Like, boom. Like, what the hell was that? It was during the fifth, sixth, and then the seventh round came where he was he rocked him so hard. His mouth, the, the guy, uh, Joshua, his mouthpiece flew out. And he was like, <laughs> and he was like dazed. And referee, and referee always goes up to the fighter's been knocked down. And asks him with questions: Are you okay? Gloves up. Are you okay? Come to me. And when he didn't respond, he just called off the fight. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And then this guy Andy Ruiz became the first ever in the history of boxing, the first Mexican heavyweight. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, man! This is a promo. <laughs> I hate these promos. Okay. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Oh, shoot. Damn it. All right. No, I'm going to do it again. Here we go. All right. All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, he became the first Andy Ruiz Mexican heavyweight in boxing history. Wait a minute. God damn it. I'll just sit here and clap. How's that? Here, here you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. One more time. Take four. In the world of Andy Ruiz beats Anthony Johnson, he becomes Andy Ruiz becomes the first Mexican heavyweight in boxing history. Yeah! Yeah! Oh my god, congratulations, Andy Ruiz. I'm trying to get him on. No one's interviewed him yet. Really? Yes. I'm trying to hit him up on Instagram, Facebook. Um, I really would love to be the first guy to interview him, man. Yeah, that'd be great. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, this goes out to you, Andy Ruiz. Yes, well, he's from California, but Mexican, you know, blood, you know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah! This is Viva Mexico. <laughs> uh, uh, live Mexico, long live Mexico. But anyway, so now there are talks of a rematch. So this guy, Joshua, when he lost, he was a good sportsman. He comes up, yo, man, this is your time. Congratulations. You did it, you know what I mean? And dude. It was like the people in Vegas probably betted everything on Joshua. <laughs> Nothing went. Uh, whoever bet on on Ruiz win is probably a rich man right now. Yeah. But the odds were like eleven to one, and the people were like, "Oh, this fat guy's gonna lose," you know what I mean? <laughs> but no way, man. He rocked him seventh round. Mm. So congratulations, man. I would say go for a rematch. Do it, bro. You are now the champion. That means you're gonna make more money now. You know what I mean? Yeah. You make the demands now. So. No one's going to say, well, you just fight him for a hundred, you know, what, it's a $2 million. He's a champ. We'll get a hundred million. Now you're going to get the hundred million. Yeah. He's going to get the two million. So yeah, go for a rematch, man. Damn right. Sell it out, brother. And this was in Madison Square Garden this happened. Oh, really? Yeah, man. man. All right, Angie Reese. So let me see what happened here. I'm going to, I'm going to play this. I like this song. <laughs> but anyway, and also, um, Gennady Golovkin, a Russian fighter, returned to the ring. It was a short fight. He beat Steve Rolls 51 seconds in the fourth round. This guy was called the Canadian uh, Rocky, but this Russian guy just knocked him down. Oh, my God, that wasn't even a fight. 
And he's asking for a rematch with Canelo. So that might happen again. Women's World Cup. Women's, the USA beat Thailand 13-0. to That was not a game. I'm sorry, man. I would, I would just go home. <laughs> Screw that, man. It's like, man, how can, that's a slaughter. And in the NHL, the St. Louis Blues, God bless them, man. Gloria, no, I'm not going to play Gloria. I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I heard it too many times all day today. But they beat Boston 4-1. to one, And, I mean, come on. This is their moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So congratulate the first Stanley Cup for that uh, for that organization. Why not, man? Celebrate it. Yeah, hell yeah. I don't want Boston to win. I'm tired of them winning championships. <laughs> Underdogs all the way. Oh, man, dude. So good for them, man. It's a good day in the world of hockey. When you, in sports, when you see the underdog win. You yeah. know what I mean? I love that stuff. Yeah. So let's see now. After that, with all sports, uh, I don't know when the hell the United States are going to play again. So hopefully they play soon. But anyway, so in the movies... Uh, the summer movies suck. That's it, man. They suck. There's nothing good in the summer <laughs> movies. I mean, what do you think? Now, uh, I heard uh, Dark Phoenix. No- oh, sorry. sorry go, go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's this damn soundboard. It's like every time I, I, I touch a button, yeah. it plays a promo. Yeah. I'm like, why does it do that? It never yeah, did that it before. All right, go ahead. I apologize. That's all right. I just heard uh, Dark Phoenix wasn't that good. No. They spent a lot of money and did not get a lot of return on that. 22% of Rotten Tomatoes. <sighs> that sucks, man. And then they came out with a uh, sequel to that Secret Life of Pets. I heard that's not doing well either. Mm, yeah, it was, um, what was it? A lot of people said that it was just like, um, not on the pets. It was too much. Uh, the, the, the It was, what was, oh, yeah, uh, the typical story of a pet. Oh, I'm gonna run. To, I'm gonna find my master. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's been it's, it's done. been done to death. Yeah. Yeah. So they were thinking they should have focused on the animal itself. Like when Toy Story, they focused on the toys. Right. You know, and the Secret Life of uh, Pets. It was like, oh yeah, you saw them. What normal pets do. But then they're like, oh, my master's in another country. I'm going to go and find him. It's yeah. like, oh, God. Even for a cartoon. <laughs> you kidding me? It's been done. Yeah. So, yeah, nothing is original. I mean, the only thing that I heard is really good was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? Yes, 94% uh, of Rotten Tomatoes. Tarantino movie, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I heard, heard the, the guy that played Billy Ho is his name. The guy that plays Bruce Lee. Yeah. Down to the T. Really? Like he was, like. Like he brought back Bruce Lee. Nice. And there's an actor, I forgot his name, but he plays Steve McQueen. Oh, okay. And I heard that his performance, they, that he might be nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. as playing Steve McQueen. Wow. I was like, whoa, I got to see this movie because I'm a huge Steve McQueen fan. Oh, man. yeah. I've been trying to get his son. Um, I've been trying to find ways to get in touch with him and not talk about his father's career, his, his career, because he was a race car driver. Oh, okay. Yeah, until he got into a severe uh, accident. Now he can't race anymore, but he's so into cars still. So I just want to interview him, see how, you know, it'd be cool to interview Steve McQueen's son. Why not? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, so I heard that that guy's performance, oh, what's his name? Oh, my God, it's going to... Anyway. <laughs> but uh, they a lot of people are saying that his performance as Steve McQueen, like he just brought back him to life, mm-hmm. you know. And I gotta see it, man, because anyone that does a performance of an actor's past, like uh, in the movie uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, the guy that played Freddie Mercury, yeah, fantastic, uh, Alec, uh, Alec, uh, Rami Alik, oh my god, Malik, yeah. Malik, dude. <laughs> 
And I'm surprised that to this day I still talk about it. Like, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who played the Doors. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. The guy who played Jim Morrison. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember the I mean, actor's he, name. But yeah, he killed it in that movie as well. Killed it. Yeah. Killed it. And he sang too. He actually sang. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. So this that's a movie I'm waiting for. The movie comes out in July. What the F, man? You know what I mean? <laughs> Gets me mad. See so, you know, what Flyer down. Diver down. All right, I'm mad. <laughs> no phone call yet? <laughs> <laughs> we might have be having a little bit of a problem with the phones right now. Okay. Well, if the so end, don't, don't cry yet. I'm not crying <laughs> yet. I'm not crying yet. But I mean, if if she wants to call on my cell phone, that's fine. I mean, I could connect her to the phone. Sure. I mean, yeah. 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 I could put on speakerphone if, if that's okay with her. But I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, she is beautiful. She is a great conversationalist. So I pour a glass of wine for her. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight out of the can. Straight out of the can. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm not that cheap. All right. <laughs> it's a juice box, man. <laughs> So let's see. All right, people. Now we're going to go to movie recommendation. Movie recommendation is what I have seen and highly recommend for others to see, even though if you haven't seen it before, but you should go see it. And your movie of the week is uh, movies that I talk about are pretty much, oh, my God, here we go, uh, such as sci-fi, Western, action drama, horror, classic. And today's movie recommendation is comedy, and that is the 1984 Ghostbusters. That's right. Starting Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Ernie Hudson. It is a funny movie. It still holds up today. I love it. And uh, I, they showed it on Sci-Fi all last weekend. Oh, my God. It was hysterical. They even showed two. Two was good. Bill Murray saved that movie. But all in all, if you haven't seen this movie, this movie is great, not just for Halloween. It's good for all year round. And it's PG-13. So, yeah, they, there's some stuff, you know, like uh, things wouldn't have gone wrong if Dickless hasn't shut off the, <laughs> the grid here. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man, this man has, has no, no dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I heard. <laughs> that might be my favorite movie of all time, Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. And not only that, uh, Bill Murray, who's another actor that I love, he improvised a lot. He yeah, did he? Yes. I mean, uh the scene where he was in there with uh, Sigourney Weaver, you know, oh, that's the bedroom. Nothing goes on in there. Oh, what a crime. <laughs> that was improvised. That was oh, not wow. in the script. And Sigourney, as a pro as she is, she went along with it. She held a laugh, though, many times. You could see it in the movie where she was like, like she closed her eyes, tried to like, and the camera went off focus because she almost lost it. Mm -hmm. So they were focusing a lot on Bill Murray. So, and not only that, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Oh, Ivan Reitman. Yeah. He didn't want to cut. He didn't want to yell out cut. He just keep going, keep going. He's like doing the signal to keep rolling. So there were times where in that scene where Bill Murray said those funny things and Sigourney almost lost it. Mm -hmm. So in order for him not to yell out cut, he would say to the cameraman, just focus on Bill Murray. You know what I mean? <laughs> just focus. I don't want it. This scene is perfect, you know. But like I said, Sigourney, we the pro as she was. She kept her control, went through her lines, did her character. And, you know, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, everybody did a great job in that movie. So if you haven't seen it, the movie's about these paranormal investigators with their government grants and run out. Pretty much they were kicked out of a college. The former three go to business as Ghostbusters, later hiring Hudson, armed with electric, electronic paraphernalia. The team is spectacularly successful 
ridding the Big Apple of dozens of ghoulies, ghosties, and long-legged beasties. That's a lot of Easties. <laughs> and tight-lipped bureaucrat William Atherton regards Ghostbusters as a bunch of charlatans, but is forced to eat his words when the New York besieged and the army friendly uh, to the unfriendly spirits. Anyway, in the end, you know they fight the Stay Puff, or not Stay Puff, Marshmallow Man. Um, oh Gozer, my, huh? Gozer, Gozer, not Gozer, the the, the Marshmallow guy. Yeah, it's Stay Puffed. Stay Puff, Stay yeah. Puff, Marshmallow. Yes, that's it. So every if, if someone asks if you're a god, you say yeah. yes. <laughs> you see what I mean? I still laugh at those lines. <laughs> it's it's like, so funny. Just, now, originally, the character that Bill Murray played was originally going to be played by John Belushi. Oh, yep. But when he died in 1982, Bill Murray stepped in, mm -hmm. and it was exact lines that John Belushi was going to say. But Bill Murray, being the professional improv that he did, you know, he just went along with it. Took it and made his own kind Took of Took it and made his own. Ernie Hudson was going to be played by Eddie Murphy. I heard right. that Right, yeah. you know, so I was like, all these things, Dan Aykroyd and Harold Reed, they were going to be in it. But when, like I said, when Belushi died of an overdose, they quickly found Bill Murray, and Bill Murray took over, and he did a great job. So um, it was an excellent movie. I highly recommend it. It's at 94% of Rotten Tomatoes. The 1989 sequel was A-OK. -okay. You know, it wasn't that bad. The movie rating is PG. It was directed by Ivan Reitman. It was written by Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, and Peter Torgavi. Came out in theaters on June 8th of 1984. And let me see. Runtime is 105 minutes. And it's from Columbia Pictures. So there was a lot of movies. It's like, yeah, someone saw a cockroach on, fifth, on the 15th. <laughs> Must be some cockroach. Yeah, bite your head off, man. <laughs> Tell them about the Twinkie. What about the Twinkie? <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? So like, that is the uh, it's got to be one of the most quotable movies of all time. There's so many great oh quotes from God, that. Oh God, you're right, man. It's yeah. like it's never ending, and yeah. you, you just can't laugh. You know, you get like it's not funny. No, it's funny. You know, yeah, it's yeah. hysterical. <laughs> but um, it, it's right here, Ray. What is? <laughs> it's, it's staring it's right looking at me. <laughs> it's looking at me, Ray. Okay, don't move. It won't hurt you. It's like yeah, nasty little thing, isn't it? It can hear you, Ray. <laughs> He's like, it slimed me. <laughs> what he said on the ground, yeah, I feel so funky. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, man. I'm with Venkman. He just got slimed. Oh, that's great, Ray. Safe some for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Is he okay? <laughs> wow. Wow, Egon, you're careful for human life. All right. Oh, man. But um, it's a great movie. I yeah. highly recommend it, man. So your movie of the week is a 1984 classic comedy ghostbusters don't see the 2016 model it's not like the original all right no so. it's, it's it's a completely different movie yeah the, the remake yeah i mean um i didn't like it i saw i like the first 30 minutes of it i was immediately turned off not yeah. because there were women no no but it was just like eh. it was a different thing like, yeah. like i mean you got you got uh bill murray you got dan Aykroyd. i mean these are uh, like even um uh, uh, Harold Ramis, like these are all like comedy legends. That exactly. Just, they just had this chemistry that you just can't replicate. No, you cannot, man. And it's the, uh, it's it's really difficult. But it's it, the 2016 movie is okay. Yeah, as a standalone movie by itself. But if they would have called it something besides Ghostbusters, I don't think anybody would have had a problem with it. And you know, not only that, with Harold Ramis wasn't known to be a comic, but man, he's funny alone. Just his face, or yeah. he says something. You know, it's a hysterical. I mean, you just I don't know, man. <laughs> Like uh, the scene where he goes, um, uh, when I try to drill a hole in my head, and it would have been. I remember, I stopped you. We tried to drill a hole in your head, and it wouldn't be successful. If you didn't stop me. You know what I mean? 
um, what was it when he gave him that that candy bar? Egon, I take back all the things I ever said about you. And he gives him that candy bar. You, you, you've earned it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh my God, man! So that is your movie of the week. Is a 1984 classic, Ghostbusters. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And not to keep going on about Ghostbusters, but they re-released that into theaters for their 30th anniversary a couple yes. years back. I took my wife to see it. She never saw it before. Did they did they um modify it in any way? No, they kind of like uh, I guess remastered it a little bit. Yes, just to, you know, uh, but it was you know same same great movie. Got all the same laughs. Like you know there was there was still people. There's people in the theater that have never seen it before. There was people there that have seen it like a bunch of times. Yeah, like we yeah. have people bringing their kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was uh, it was a real great experience. And uh, wow, I had I known I would have went. Yeah. man. damn, they did the same thing with uh, Bullet last year. Yeah, yeah, the 40th oh, wow. anniversary of Bullet, um, which they hated the days that they showed it. Like they showed it on a Monday and a Tuesday. Yeah, like what the f, man? I hate when they do that stuff. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> Starts at seven o'clock. Yeah, one showing of yeah. seven o'clock <laughs> on a Tuesday. Dude, I'm tired. I'm at work. <laughs> right. Oh my god, man. All right. Well, let's go now. No phone call yet. Uh, I can't get these phone calls. These uh, the phone system working. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, it's cool. Let me see. I'm gonna text her right now. It says, uh, da, 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 da. Hey, hold on, here we go. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. All right, let me go up here. And let me see, you can call if you like, if you <laughs> like. Uh, oops, sorry. He, 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 he. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, he, he. Okay, there we go. He, 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 her. No, he, he. he, he, he. There you go. Anyway. <laughs> so, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know what? I, you know, what? I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of into. Uh, let me see, let me see. Oh, wait a minute! I just had it here. Uh, I feel like in the mood, man. I feel like uh, I don't know. Let me see here. Like Russian folk dancing. Oh nope, that's not it. Damn it. Let me see. Russian. Oh, here we go. All right, and da da da. Folk dancing. Ah, folk dancing. There we go. There we go. I feel like folk dancing. Russian folk dancing. There we go. Yeah! All right. I'm in a good mood now. Come on, man. Are you Russian? By any means? What are, what are no, you? What are I'll, you? I'll dance to it. Okay. There we go. We're dancing to it, people. Yeah! Get down and boogie. Woo! What's your nationality? What's your background? Uh, Irish, mostly. 100%? Uh, Irish and German. Sweet, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but Russian folk music, man. Damn, you get down. Woo! All right. Damn, I'm in a good mood now. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I feel down, I just play some Russian folk music, and I'm in, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, phone lines are back up. Look, look, I'll give you an example. Here we go. Did Deanna call in yet? No. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> baby Woo! oh my god don't stop yeah <laughs> so that that puts me in a good mood <laughs> oh my god what the <laughs> hell am i doing today all right well anyway so and now is for the your love tko woman of the week when you get a wireless phone, god damn it man <laughs> don't laugh man the the you got to play these promos in the end not in the beginning yeah you love tko woman of the week i don't know if they're ever going to play it man jeez let's hear for sprint yeah oh yeah baby all right 
All right. Hey, you can delay. It's your anniversary. Yeah. You want to dedicate this love TKO to your wife? I want this love the TKO, baby. This is for you, Heather. Yeah, Heather. Happy what's her anniversary. Name? Huh? Happy. What's your name? I'm sorry, your last name? Heather. Heather. Uh, Connor. Is Heather, my wife. Hey, Heather Connor. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll give out the shout out. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Heather Connor, congratulations. You're married to a good man. Yeah. You hear this? He's going to play this tonight. Mm-hmm, baby. So, Heather Cochran, this uh, dedication goes out to you from your man, <laughs> Rick. Damn it, I'm laughing. I'm breaking character. <laughs> all right, baby. Treat this man right. All right, give him a good bubble bath. Put whipped cream all over him, girl. Yeah, do what you need to do. Eat a hoagie, both of you. What? Yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm saying, man. <laughs> Eat a hoagie and get some whipped cream in the bathtub. <laughs> Be real, man. Congratulations on your anniversary. All right, baby. Yeah, Rick dedicates his the song. Love, Doctor. The love, Doctor Dead Love. Here, <laughs> the Jerry Torres program here on WildfireRadio.com, baby. Well, anyway, the original Love TKO woman goes out to a very special lady that um that I'm talking to right now. And hold on, I just I just yes, here we go. Now, um, your love TKO woman of the week is this woman that I'm starting to talk to, but it's been past a number of days. And I haven't smiled and I haven't felt good in such a long time. And I give so much thanks to her. And she's incredible. She's a woman. So I would give the drum roll, but I will. I cannot because if I take this cord off this board, it's going to black out. So congratulations, Deanna Marie. You are the love TKO woman of the week. Congratulations, sweetheart. All right. Did it? Yes. Loud round of applause. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes baby. Uh, Dr. Love wants to say something. Dr. Uh, Love. Yeah, damn, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a deep voice. I like that, brother. Shit. That's the Love Doctor voice. <laughs> that is awesome. All right, people. I'm going to stop the Love TKO. And I got something here that I've been working on. All right. Let me see if I can get it on here. All right. Here we go. I just got it. Oh, uh, huh, huh, huh. I thought I had it. All right. Well, wait a minute. I could get it on here. Yes, I can. All right. So normally I have segments that I talk about. And um, let me see here. Let me see. Oh, here we go. Brain words. Okay. Yes, I do have it. All right. Now we're going to do something, people, where it's like uh, fun topics to talk about, sound effects, boards that I work on. So this one is... Oh, I'm going to do this again. God damn it. So now we're going to go to the segment of, you know what it is, brain farts. God damn it. And now, and now broaden your, your horizons and expand your, your mind. It's, it's time, time for brain farts. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, brain farts. All right. So this is going to be short, but it's about actual facts. You know what I mean? So there's no boo poo poo. I'll say bullshit. But anyway, um, stuff that actually goes on in the world that people should just talk about or mention, but nobody does. You know, it's great knowledge that's out there, man. It's just nobody uh, looks it up, but nobody tries to find it. So let's see what we can find in the world of brain farts. All right, here we go, people. 
Let me see if I can type this up. Here we go. Fun facts. There we go. No, I'm not going to say fun facts. But this is my show. I say what I want. All right? So, yeah. All right. Yeah, I know you don't like it, Rick, but still. <laughs> All right here, people. Here we go. In the world of brain farts, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Did you know that there are at least six people in the world who look exactly like you? There are 9% chance that you'll meet one of them in your lifetime. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. That, that is interesting. See, that's an actual fun fact, people. And uh, let me see here. Oh, I'm going to type in LOL right here. Let me see. Look, I understand she's busy, so you know yeah. it would have been cool. But uh, she'll call. Yeah. If she doesn't call, in, that's fine. If she can yeah. call, in, yeah, the phone lines are back up, so yeah. If you if you or wanna, she can call your phone and yeah, you can call my phone. I mean, you can Either call are, mine. Yeah. Let me see. You can <laughs> call me if you like. Oh, if you like. Okay. Heart there. emojis. Heart emojis. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> so that is an actual brain fart. Okay, here's the second one. A person's height is determined by their father, and their weight is determined by their mother. Oh, that explains so much. Yeah, that explains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like. Well, both my parents are short, uh -huh. but uh, I have an uncle named uh, uh, Pellegrin. Um, he passed away, but I mean, he was tall. So, yeah, I have another uncle named Socrates. He's pretty tall, too. Hmm. And some members of my family, my mom's side, they're tall. So I'm glad. I'm 5'10", thank God. <laughs> um, my younger brother, he's like 5'6", five, 5'7", five, you know. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, who do you pick up your traits from? Uh, yeah, my, I'm about as tall as my father is now. I'm 5'10", five foot, foot, five foot as well. 5'10", okay. Uh, yeah, and I'm about as uh, as heavy as my mom is. So that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> yeah, it works. I see what I mean. It's yeah. an actual fun fact. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fart, brain fart. Sorry, brain fart. Yeah. All right, here's another one. If I got time, yeah, I'll say this. This will be the last one. Okay. If you sit more than 11 hours a day, there's a 50% chance you'll die within the next three years. Wow. Yeah. That's morbid as hell. And that's an actual... That's scary. Yeah, it's a scary fact. I was like, you kidding me? <sighs> oh, my God. I got to get up and move around more. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> get on a treadmill or somebody <laughs> doing your work. That's scary, dude. I mean, look, I, I work at Amazon. I know I'm on my feet 10 hours a day. Mm -hmm. Thank God. I mean, the only time I sit down is breaking lunch or go to my car. But, man, when I read this, I was like... Who the fuck? <laughs> God, I feel bad for those people working at their desk or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever. It's, it's That's a scary thought to think about, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, man. So that is one of your fun facts, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to read that one ever again. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other stuff, but nothing negative. I thought it was going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, man. There was one that I read when I worked with, with uh, Taylor. Mm -hmm. um, it was about movie myths. Such one of them is like um, Die Hard, the first one. And you know that when he was crawling through the vents? Yeah. Okay, in reality, he would have never had room. Right. Right. Exactly. Now you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the vents are so narrow because of that situation, people crawling through the vents, people right, trying right. to rob the place. <laughs> so in the movie, it's again, it was a studio. Again, like to set it up big for his weight and height. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, uh, and I have it here, the vertification shafts are very narrow. So, yeah, so he would never have fit in there. Mm -hmm. um, what other one? Oh, yeah, and another one, the Pulp Fiction scene where he injected the adrenaline in her, in her heart. Yeah. Okay, 
nine out of ten, they said that would fail. Yeah, or really? it would pump her back up, but the proper way is to inject it into her arm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was a uh, fun movie. Fifth myth and truth on movies. So yeah. Hmm. So let's see. Uh, oh, I read one of the Terminator one. If I could read it here, hold on. Yeah, I'll type that one. Uh, now nah, forget about it. Anyway, I'll get that out <laughs> next time. Next time, I'll yeah. read it next time. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so let's see. So now, uh, let's see, we got a few more minutes on my show. Can I stay on for another five more minutes? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Okay, cool. Thank you. That's my producer. He's the boss. He makes the commands. <laughs> But he's a damn cool dude, man. He's a Marvel DC guy, Star Wars, Star Trek. You like Star Trek, right? A little bit. Okay, good. All right, good. And he's okay in my book. I like both. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know? yeah, hey. Um, I'm a nerd at heart, and you're a nerd. We're nerds, We're people. nerds. Nerds. Nerds and proud us. of it. Love us, people. Okay, let me see. And I'll go back to my soundboard here. All right, but now, oh, towards the end of the show, I have a topic and topics is pretty much what I talk about, what I went through, what I really want to, you know, talk about. So, okay, I was telling Taylor. Oh, my God, I called you Taylor. Rick, ah. <laughs> sorry. I love both. I love you both. All right, there. <laughs> so, uh, last week I went to see um, the Book of Mormon, and I made a bucket list, and I wrote over 100 things on there. And so far I got like three of the four things I'm going to do. I'm going to try I Fly. I'm going to try skydiving, but I went golf, I went to a gun range, and I went to a play, the first top three things I did. And I had surgery done today on my back. They removed like a half an inch of skin. And again, they have to do this. It's, it's, it's the common thing to do, and I can understand mm -hmm. completely. So um, I realized that I, when I was can skin cancer-free, the one in the doctor in Philadelphia, I said I have to make a bucket list. Life is too short. Life is too long. Seize the day, as the saying goes. It's mm -hmm. it's a Latin saying. But I realized that now I have to do things. You know, no more procrastination. No more being lazy. And I know I talked about it the last two weeks. But it, this one is called the, the, the bucket list, or as I call it, the Jerry's Initiative. Anyway, yeah, it's not bad, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds cool. So... I figured that now is for me to start doing things, which I have. No more, like, you know, wondering and thinking, oh, how was that like? And I started to feel good that I did it. You know, went to the gun range, fired a three eighty caliber. Um, I was pretty good, too. You know, the guy was amazed. Like, wow, you didn't need an instructor. You knew what you were doing. I told him this. Um, okay, before anything, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to announce this. No, I'm not a violent man. I'm a peaceful man. Um... I do what I kill uh, only in defense. Like, say if a guy came in here and was mm -hmm. going to harm Rick and I have a weapon, that guy's going down. But I'm protecting a fellow co-worker, you right. know, a, a buddy, you know what I mean, a, per a person of uh, innocence. I'm going to protect the innocent, you know what I mean, uh, defend somebody. I'm not going to use a gun to show power. I'm not a crazy person, you know, my mental... Uh, my mentality is down to earth, you know what I mean? And uh, as the uh, NRA would say, I'm a big fanatic of the NRA. And like the guy said um, from the NRA, uh, good guys, you know, what? how did he say it? Uh, there shouldn't be a bad guy with a gun. There's a good guy with a gun. Something like that. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, so I'm very responsible and reliable. Thanks to YouTube, I've read books, I've talked to professional um, uh People that know how to handle weapons, such as law enforcement, military, and also are gun fanatics that are very responsible and mature 
and wise with a dangerous weapon. Yeah, you know, these guys are like are marksmen, marksmen, professional marksmen. Mm-hmm. Like the go to the ones in New Jersey, New York, they're real high competitors. So thanks to them, they told me that the one thing they always said, a gun is not a fucking toy. Yeah. Period. That's mm-hmm. it. And when I was went to the gun range, the guy was impressed that I knew how to handle it, took the clip out, pocket back in. Once the weapon was empty, I knew that I had to cock back the chamber, making sure there was no extra weapon. Um, I wasn't, like, waving the gun around, acting stupid. Thanks to me doing reading and research, I was he welcomed me back again. Because mm. the guy told me he had too many stories of people like, hey, how do you handle a weapon? And weapons yeah. loaded, and they turn around. Or they, they put their finger on the trigger and they turn around knowing that you have to take your finger off the trigger, put it on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy was impressed. He goes, hey, you can come back here anytime, you know, because you know how to handle a weapon. Mm-hmm. Like, Who taught you? I told him. It's the same thing like I just said. Weapon and people that are gun experts, military, law enforcement. So um, would I go to a gun range again? Yes. You know, no, I'm not a dangerous or violent man by any means, all right? Uh, gun is for defense. Gun is not to show off power. All right. So anyway, so and I played golf. I felt good doing that because I fulfilled it on my bucket list. I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I was not that good, dude. I mean, hey. I know the stance. I know the the position. I know the pose. <laughs> God damn it, man. <laughs> hey, you can't be good at everything, right? No, no. I tried. My younger brother is a golf expert. I have buddies that are golf experts. He's like, dude, I posted on YouTube. I mean, YouTube, on Facebook. They're like, dude, who the hell taught you how to pose like that? You don't stick your ass out like that. I was like, what? You, dude, you stuck your get your ass out. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's a golf sound. So uh, I played 18 holes. I wasn't that bad. There was a woman there. She was a professional golfer. I asked her for advice. Um, she was a young girl, like I think 18, 19 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was impressed. Like she was in those ranges. We hit the ball like 500 yards. Whoa, she was good. Yeah, yeah I said, like, can I try this anytime? So, yeah, you just got to pay like $13 for a bucket of balls mm-hmm. and they give you the clubs and yeah, you can just whack it out there. Hmm. And I said, does it work out anything? She has shoulders, the arms, and the back. But man, that ball, like she hit it like past 400 yards i was like well, i was impressed wow so yeah I, so i played golf and then um i'm gonna do indoor rock climbing i did it last year i'm doing it again so i'm fulfilling things on my list and when you fulfill something on your list you feel good you know what i mean like yeah i did it i accomplished it so when i did that um i felt proud and i didn't feel lazy or procrastinated because i said i wasn't going to do that and i did so if you would make a bucket list, I say fulfill the things on that list. Don't put that list aside. Don't hide it. Don't say, oh, I'm not going to do it. I would say look at that list and find one of the things you want to do. Try to. You don't have to do the whole list, you know, but my goal is to do the whole list. <laughs> um, and the problem is another problem. Um, I, I'm, I, it's like I'm going to do it. Now I said it. Now I got to do it. Like the one thing, it's ridiculous, but I want to eat two chili dogs. Yeah. Yeah. But back to back. Back to back. You know, like finish the first one and yeah. then go for the second one. And yeah, I'm gonna be farty and bloaty. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what chili dogs do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and like another list, I'm going I'm going to go to the Brooklyn Bridge. I've seen it so many times, driving under it, over it, mm-hmm. but never been on it. I would love to be on that bridge and say, mm. Yes, I was on the Brooklyn Bridge. Um and going to New York so many times, it's like, there it is. Yeah. 
And I see people walking by, going on bikes. I'm like, fuck. And I see people posting their pictures online. I would love to be on the Brooklyn Bridge, you mm-hmm. know. So if you have, I would say write something that you want to do. It doesn't have to be something ridiculous. But I would say, like, write five or ten things and do one of those five or ten things. Does could be ridiculous, could mm-hmm. be overboard, could be a, ch- a, a challenge. But I would say do it. And then once you do it, you feel this great feeling that you did it. You crossed it off. Mm-hmm. You know, and like the thing I'm gonna, I want to skydive. I want, ooh, I should write this down. Ride an elephant. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that'd be cool. I've always wanted to do that. Like be like a conqueror. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> like, like, like have a fake sword. Yeah, yeah. me, Jerry, you know? <laughs> bow to me. You know, <laughs> but um, I, like well, I think I asked you that before. Like, what is the, the challenges that you want? Like, uh, I sat down one time and I wrote out a list, and it was uh. You know, it was one night when I was home and drunk at like three in the morning, <laughs> and it was uh, I, I read it the next day, and I'm like, I don't really want to do much of this, but it was like the dumbest stuff. Like, uh, you know, there's the the I want to lose all the weight, yeah, and I want to yeah. get into uh, you know, crazy like Chris Hemsworth shape, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then one of the things I wrote down was like, I want to be so hot that a really hot girl wants me <laughs> just so I can say no to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love that one. I should write that down. He's like, no. No, I'm, I'm taking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, you had your chance. Right. <laughs> oh my God, I love that one. <laughs> I gotta write that. Yeah, be so walking to no. I'm no. Sorry. Now you know how it feels. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> sorry, oh. super hot girl. Oh my God, that is excellent. But yeah, I would say like write it down and mm. try your best to achieve it. So. That's the topic. I would say just write five things. That could be ridiculous, could be challenging, and just and when you achieve that one, cross it out. You feel this good feeling knowing that you did it. It's good to talk about it in the future. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as I'm about to close the show, my man Rick is gonna play uh, Lil Vita's Pizzeria while I find a song to close the show. All right, people. Are you looking for that New York style and taste? Then go to La Vida's Pizzeria. It has that New York feel and that Italian tasty touch. Mwah! A great place to eat with family and friends. La Vida's Pizzeria, located at 12 High Street, Mount Holly, New Jersey. For pickup or delivery, call 609-267-8957. La Vida's Pizzeria, excellent food, perfect New York taste. Okay, boys, Oh, wow, I forgot one thing. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> I forget. I forgot Grossman. Damn it! I forgot my Grossman. All right, a few more things. Here we go. Go fuck yourself. There you go. All right, and uh, oh, what else? Uh, eh, you know, to all you politicians. I will fuck you up. God damn, that was. <laughs> one more, one more, then I'll close the show. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, to Boston. I will massacre you. That's it. All right. Okay, people. Now I'm gonna find the song. Hey, here's a good one. I'll play this one. Here we go. God damn it, man. These promos. Oh, my God, man. No, I'm going to talk over it because this is ridiculous. I'm tired, man. All right, this is the song I'm going to close to, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Ah, you know this one, right? Okay, Eddie. Ah, what is this? This one's for you. Yeah! All right, Milo Vanilli, baby, don't forget my number. All right, my man Rick is dancing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the Jerry Torres program here on wildfireradio.com every Thursday at 7 p.m. 
I will not be on next Thursday because I will be on the Mutiny on the Bounty with Steve Elliott and his lovely wife, Mutiny on the Bounty, raising money to help feral cats out there find a home where they cleaned up and fed and hopefully up for adoption. It's a beautiful thing that they do. Rick, I'd like to thank you so much. As always, you thank did a you. kick-ass job, my man. Thanks, man. And uh, Deanna Marie, my, my dear, don't worry about it, honey. I know you tried to call and everything. That's cool. Yeah, you'll, you're, you're in my heart, and I mentioned you a lot, so that's still sweet and romantic, all right? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for my program. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. I'd like to say to everyone out there, whatever religious figure you believe in, may you be blessed. I bid you all a fond, fondue. I'll be back the following Thursday. So I ask you all, please don't go changing. Millie Vanille, baby, don't forget my number. Take me away.